Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two. This is the Breaking Barriers Podcast. The conversation about changing the narrative for boys and young men of color in Western New York. Let's go. Welcome to the Breaking Barriers Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Robertson, filling in today for Dwayne Sawyer, who is busy at school doing what he does. Um, but just briefly, wanted to uh, just kind of talk about the events of this past weekend. Uh, we had two events over at the Northland Workforce Training Center, and the first one was on uh, Friday evening. Uh, it was a conversation around gun violence uh, titled Between the Lines, where young people had a chance to kind of come out and voice their thoughts, views, feelings, and opinions on an issue that tends to impact our communities and communities that look like ours all over the country, along with adults. And we had our, our special guest in from Cities United, one of our national partners, Mr. Anthony Smith, the executive director for Cities United. And he had uh, some very thoughtful comments and words and ideas to actually share with the audience around, around gun violence. Uh, so that was event number one. But event number two uh, was the cake that took um precedent over the weekend and that was our celebration for the second cohort of the breaking barriers youth leadership council and anthony smith again was our keynote uh for that event and i can't express enough my sincere appreciation and just love for anthony and the the work that he does with mayors all over the country around such an issue that's important uh not only to myself but to our young people and just those that that are going to come after us to ensure that we have safe healthy and hopeful i know i said that wrong anthony neighborhoods uh but anna forgive me once he hears this podcast uh during a graduation i can't speak enough about what it was like to watch those young men uh, not only celebrate one another, but be celebrated and recognized by so many of their loved ones and community leaders. And it was just an amazing day. Afterwards, there were so many parents uh, and just people that came up and said how moved and how touched they were at everything that transpired during the event. We had one of our young men, Mr. John Michelle, seeing the uh, black national anthem and left everyone speechless in the room. It's just had, it was just something that you actually had to be there to see. Uh, but today I'm not going to spend the entire time talking to you. I just want, really want to kind of set the stage for the conversation that Anthony kind of had with us on Saturday and just leave you with, uh, the words of someone that I truly admire someone who is a, uh, champion of the work um, that we do and um, just is well connected to uh, the work that's going on all across the country in regards to My Brother's Keeper, boys, men, boys and Young Men of Color, and just this national movement that uh, is here to ensure that young people of color are not left behind. So uh, shout out, big shout out to Anthony Smith, his team down there uh, within Cities United, Q, uh, my man Marcus, who was in town from D.C., who does some work and who's the chief of staff down in D.C. Um, It was really a great weekend. I'm glad it's over because it was a lot of work and we look forward to continue to kind of push forward and uh, work with our third cohort of Breaking Barriers Young Men that will be starting in February. So good afternoon, everybody. Uh, I'm glad it's a warm welcome to Buffalo because it don't feel that way outside. Uh, We are nervous about flights leaving out 
love you all, but want to go home. Uh, so I really do appreciate it. Uh, you know, a lot's happened in this room that I could actually just respond to uh, just the love that I've seen so far, right? And, uh, and last night, uh, when we were in the space last night, uh, the young men were really clear about what they need from us and what they want from us uh, and how we need to show up for them, right? And this room is that, right? And for me, when you all are able to do this and do that and show up for these young men, and I appreciate you, brother Annabelle, because uh, it is about our young black men and brown men who are actually need us more right now, right? So we've got to be real clear when we use the term uh, boys and men of color of who we're talking about, right? So that we're super inclusive, not only of what young men, how they look and their skin color, but how they present and how they identify and making sure that we make space for all of them at that table. Uh, as uh, Daniel said, uh, breaking barriers is, super, uh, is very important to Cities United. And I do want to give a special shout out to Quinequa Carton on our team. Uh, our first interaction with Buffalo was around this issue. We got a call from Cotill and Felicia at the Community Foundation and said, uh, we heard you all uh, uh, value youth voice and help cities create spaces for young people to make sure to make sure young people's voices are heard. Uh, so we came to Buffalo and started having this conversation. I remember being here on Saturday mornings uh, in the work groups, thinking about what this could be, right? What what do we want this to be and how do we want this to look? Uh, and as uh, Daniel said, you guys have put your own sauce on there this, from whatever wing somebody was talking to us about, a, a hot mustard wing the other night, uh, my, my man Kenny. Uh, so you guys are really taking this and made a model that we believe can then become a national model that we can share across the country. Uh, I bring two handkerchiefs most of the time I'm on them. I hate usually sweats and I cry at times. So uh, I just say all of that up front, right? Uh, because these things matter that much to me. Uh, and that this is not when there's tears of joy and excitement of what we're doing for our young men. Because I know who's going to be taking care of me. And if we're not giving them the tools that they need, uh, we're all in trouble, right? So I just want to say that. So. Uh, this weekend is a special weekend, not just because of this graduation, uh, but we're also honoring two uh, powerful men's uh, birthday, right? One we all know is Martin Luther King. Uh, we're going to celebrate him on Monday with all kind of ways. And I've got some quotes that I want to share from him. But also we're from Louisville. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. And this is yesterday was the birthday of Muhammad Ali, the Louisville lip. Right. And if you uh, ever seen anybody who was uh, uh, unapologetically black, and beautiful and knew it and told everybody that he was, uh, I think that's the man who, who embodies that like you know, nobody else. And I think when I think about these young men and I think about what happened last night and I think about all of the young men that I get to see across this country, they're ready to lead, but are we ready to let them lead? Right, are we ready to be on the long, alongside and behind when it's time for them to lead, right? And what Tommy and uh, Daniel, and what Daniel just did with my man, forget your name, my man. Dwayne uh, just did is exactly what a youth adult partnership looks like. How do you share space with each other and hold each other accountable to the moment? And another thing that I gotta respond to is Malik. Uh, Brother Malik, uh, as everybody. He just has more opportunities that they kept giving, right? So all of us mess up along the way. We want to put people out when they mess up. This program said, no, we'll work with, we'll figure out, right? And for him to come up here and say it's two years and he's still figuring out, 
that's the vulnerability that we all need to have, right? Because I think sometimes, I was just talking to pastor, sometimes us as adults, we show up in spaces and we act like we always been who we are all our lives. We don't talk about our struggles. We don't talk about what uh, bumps we had along the way. We don't talk about who helped us, right? We don't talk about what we almost dropped out or when we did drop out, right? And how we got back up. And last night, the young men said they need to hear that. They need to hear our stories, right? They need to understand that this was a process to get us to where we are, right? Nobody just wakes up the executive director of Cities United. I didn't even know you could be an executive director of a Cities United until they invented it, right? So we've got to understand that there's places that we get to and we get there along the way. Sometimes it's by divine, right? That this was a path that you could have never accept, I mean, set for yourself. You just got there. So uh, I'm gonna try to stay on, uh, on, on course. Uh, and again, so you all also, last year you have Rashid. Uh, do the keynote. Rashid's powerful. Uh, Rashid's one of my dear friends who I call on uh, when we need and, and help build out Cities United. And then y'all also had my another one of my mentors here, Dr. Bell, a little while ago. So if any of you got to meet Dr. William Bell, you know you were in the room with greatness uh, because he is just this guy who can see it, uh, the bigger picture, but also knows how to put everybody in that space and help you, people be a part of it. So. A couple of quotes that I want to make sure that I share and have some context around uh, that uh, Martin Luther King shared uh, that I think fits with what you all are. Right. And I think this ideal of the brotherhood, the legacy lives on and the dream lives on is powerful for where we are. Right. Last year, 2019, we commemorated the 400 years of when our people landed on these shores. Not our history, not all of our history, but our history here on the American shores. Uh, and some of you all got to be with us in Virginia when we were there in August. And it was a moment in time when we could reflect and start thinking through our, how we are, what we've been through to get to where we are, right? And, and there's work to do and there's things to do, but we've come a long way. And we've always done that in love and respect of each other. Uh, and I also wanted to make sure that we're real, real clear as we're talking about young boys and men of color and young black and brown boys, we also gotta have a conversation about our girls, right? We also gotta make sure that we're having that same conversation and have the same energy when it comes to our young ladies. And we also gotta be real, real clear that yeah, you might see me, Tommy and Daniel up here, but there's a lot of women who lead in this field and work in this field and make sure that you all have what you need, right? So I know what our focus is, but it's always about the collective. And we gotta be clear about that, that they can't be right if the women in our lives are not right either, right? So we gotta do this together and work in partnership. So as you all think about brotherhood and you think about what you all are doing in this legacy of 2018 supporting 2019, 2019 getting ready to identify and support 2020, the quote is, we must learn to live together as brothers, our parish together as fools. All right, so when you think about the work that we do, you said you're gonna miss your brothers, uh, my, you know, just, they're not going nowhere, right? What you all have built is a bond that we've got one who's gonna be an attorney right now, we've got other folks, or whatever you all are planning on doing, the way that you all work this is that you all identify that and connect the dots, right? So no one person can do it all. 
Right. So what we're saying to you all is the brotherhood that you all create today should be lifelong. No matter where you go in this world, you guys should be able to call on each other and think about each other and use each other's network to get the work done that you're here to do. Everybody's got a purpose, but you can't do that purpose alone. So this brotherhood that you've been building over the last year is a lifelong brotherhood. Right. And when Tommy talks about you all are working him out of a job. When we come in a couple of years, you we should see Tommy sitting in the back, excited. Tommy was saying the rocket. I mean, Daniel was saying the rocking chair, but we want Tommy to be able to look back and see his legacy because you guys are not a part of their legacy, right? So when they created this and built this out and created space for you to come, they were building out their legacy, right? So what's your legacy, right? What is your legacy going to be? What is it going to look like? And it's more than just your family. It's what you do for community. The next quote from me that, I, that really resonate with me when I think about Martin Luther King, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in the moment of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. We're at a time in this country and in this world where we need men and women to stand up in ways that they've never stood up before and push back on the things that we know are not right. Right. So we could all sit. If life is good for you, you can go home, you can eat, you can turn on the TV, you can turn your heat on, all of that. But you also know that other folks are struggling. Right. So our duty is not just to be comfortable for ourselves, but to be comfortable to make sure all of us are comfortable. And what does that look like and what does that feel like? Right. So you guys should be challenged every day when you go to school and you see somebody, one of your peers is struggling. How do you support them? Right. And I know a lot of the work that you all do is also looking through policy. Right. And systems change and thinking about how Buffalo can be different for all of us. Right. How does the school be different? How does the mayor's office and government be different? And what does that look like and what does that feel like? And there's times when you've got to stand up and say this is not right and challenge people. Even if you like them, you still got to challenge them. Right. So if you get opportunity to talk to Mayor Brown and you got something that you want to say about what's not feeling right, you should say that at any given time. It's one thing to be invited in a room, but it's what you do in that room. Right. So sometimes you got to be uncomfortable in those spaces and make other people uncomfortable because that's only the damn change. That's only when change happens. Almost cussing y'all. So I'm trying not to. <laughs> but you've got to be willing to push. And I think with the knowledge and the support that you all have, you all can walk in those spaces and push. And again, thinking through systems. And again, when we think about, and I said it to my young man, who's a newly police officer, I wanna make sure that people understand I respect, support, and believe more good young men like him need to be in the force. But we also know that the force is, as a system, has not been great to us as black and brown people. Right. So what does that look like? So and, and some of that is real intentional. Right. And some of it is to biases, as Dr. Chris said last night. And some of it is just through the way the blue system works. Right. So third quote, when evil men plot, good men must plan. You all should always be planning and thinking about how do we eradicate some of the evil when evil men burn and bomb. Good men must build and bind. When you drive through your city and you see there's places where you ought to build and bind and be better, that's your that's your that's your responsibility. Uh, 
When evil men shout ugly words of hatred, good men must commit themselves to the glory of love. I was walking around last night uh, through the table talks and I heard one of the young men mention the word love, right? And I don't think we hold that word as much as we should or as much as we need to, because I think we as men use that word only for those who are romantically loved or our kids, right? We should have a love for our community that no matter what anybody else says about it, we know the truth. They have been talking about our communities for a long, long time, so much so that they've got us believing that our communities are bad and the places that we live and the schools that we go are bad. And sometimes looking at ourselves got us thinking we're bad, right? So when Tommy talks about changing the narrative, our job is to celebrate the goodness while also holding the bad accountable. But the bad's not all of who we are. Right, so evil men and systems have been plotting against us for years. We've got to do the opposite and build together. We've got to love each other and we've got to figure out how we collectively do things the way we know we should do them. Right, it's, we've never been about the individual. We've always been about the collective. So how do we make sure, even if it's just your block, everybody on your block is good, right? How do you do that? And when you think through, you know, and again, having conversation with our faith community and the pastors, we've got to build there. We got to make sure they have what they need and they got to help make sure we have what we need. Right. There's a lot of resources in our community. And because we sit in silos, we just don't get the work done that we need to get done. But if we ever decided as a people, not just here in Buffalo, but as a people across this country to really stand together, we can make anything happen. The last quote that I have, and this is strictly for you all. And I think, you know, uh, folks are talking about you guys are going to be the future leaders. You guys are the leaders now. We need you to stand in gaps. We need you to stand up. We need you to be the leaders that we need. And we need you all to push us to do more. Right. So when you ask Daniel, I need to say my remarks, continue to do all of y'all should have said, I want to be on the mic. Right, because again, this is about y'all, not any of us. So this quote is really, uh, for me, uh, one that resonates with Dr. Uh, King's life, but so many great men and women whose lives have impacted all of us in ways, but they're gone too quick. So the quote is, it's the quality, not the longevity of one's life, one's life is what's important. So what you do with the time that you have on this earth is very important to the outcomes that all of us will have. We need all of you all to show up with greatness every day. We need all of you all to be doing all that it takes to make sure you have the tools and resources you need to change the world, right? When I was growing up, I didn't have a breaking barriers program to go to. Uh, and for a long time, I was just lost, right? Until uh, I tell everybody I dropped out of school when I was in the 12th grade, and that just shocks everybody. But I've been, I was disconnected from school, just sitting in the classroom to the, uh, to, uh, from sixth grade all the way through 12th grade. And if I would have stayed in school at 18 just to graduate, I probably would have been about 24 just to get the credits, right? So for me at 18 and the school, it was opportunity for me to just separate and go figure out what's next. Uh, but I didn't figure it out until I was about 21. 
still didn't have it all the way figured out, but I knew I needed to go back and get my education. Uh, and I just say all of that to say is that I had a mom and a family who supported me through all of that and understood that this traditional route that we force on everybody was not the route that I needed. And it didn't work for me and it didn't work for a lot of our young boys and men of color, but we're so beholden to it that this is all we got that we can't figure out alternatives to say, this is not working for Malik, this is not working for Chris, this is not working for Anthony. And we need to do better at that, right? So at the end of the day, when you think about what a breaking barriers is and means, uh, that means when we come back in five years, Buffalo should be a different city because of you all's input. Yes. Right? Those Saturday mornings getting up can't be wasted. So everything that you've learned, everything that you've gained, everything that you've shared and learned from each other, we've got to use that to make Buffalo the best city possible for your kids, right? You guys got kids, are gonna have kids, and we want Buffalo to be the best city possible. I always think about all of the work that we do across the country for me is that I wanna to get to a place where all of this is not necessary. All of this should be taught and given freely in schools across this country where you can have Saturdays free, where you can do what you need to do. We should not have to go to cities to help cities figure out how to keep young people alive. Yes, yes. Right, we go across this country saying to folks, this is how you do this. And the first thing say, well, you just gotta give a damn about them. Right, and they know we don't. Collectively, they know we don't care about their outcomes. Because if we did, we would do things differently, right? So breaking barriers is an opportunity for us to show and showcase. And each of you all have an opportunity to make the world a better place. And again, I just want to say thank you all for allowing me to be a part of this conversation. I want to thank uh, all of the folks in this room who do the support you all, who came out today in this cold and the snow uh, and, and wanted to be here to see you get your praise, get your uh, well-deserved love and respect. Uh, and, and I just want you all to continue to think about what your legacy looked like. Every day you wake up, every day you go out the house, you should be thinking through, what am I doing to be better today than I was yesterday? And this is a starting point. This whole year that you spent with breaking barriers uh, should, be the, should be the turning point to say, I wanna do all things great. I want to show up every day great. And I want to change my city and I want to change my country. And I want to change the world. And again, if you ever get a chance to check out Muhammad Ali, any of his speeches, any of his conversation, and just mimic him a little bit. Think about the six core principles. Think about how much he just loved himself. He talked everything that he was into existence. When he told folks when he was gonna knock them out, that's when he knocked them out, <laughs> right? So when you all talk about it in one of your pledges, when you all make those commitments, you should always exceed those. Meet them on time for sure, but do all you can to exceed them and make sure you impress these folks all the time because at the end of the day, you're impressing yourself and you're making a way for yourself to do whatever you wanna do. So I just wanna thank you all again, tell you how much I'm proud of you all, tell you how much I love you all, I don't even know you, but I love you. I think about breaking barriers all the time. 
And I'm really just thankful that we were able to be a small part of this conversation. And we look forward to continuing the partnership with you all as you all move forward. So thank you all. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Breaking Barriers podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you follow us on all of the streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. For more information about Breaking Barriers, visit our website at www.breakingbarriersbuffalo.org.